everybody. Hey, what's going on, guys? I am Janae Strother. I'm Sean Spencer. Back. We are back. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. I gotta go out and let. Hold up. Come on. The line. Alright, alright, alright. I am Janae Struthers. I am Sean Spencer. And this is Let's Talk Football. Yeah, buddy. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Sean Spencer. One half of that dynamic duo that is Let's Talk Football. And ladies and gentlemen, it's Wednesday. And a beautiful Wednesday at that. I uh, hope you had a good one. Happy and it's hey, I'm here with my guys today. I'm here with my guys. I, I'm here with I know the happiest man in Arizona, Mister. How about them Cowboys? David Wright is in the building. What up, David? Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm pretty happy these days. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, it must be nice. Must be nice. <laughs> hey, and you see the man under me sitting in front of that great uh, steel curtain in Pittsburgh. Uh, got another another uh, W this week. Uh, hey, doing good. Good. Mr. Sidney Swift, how you doing? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> hey, and I, I look. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna start right here. I mentioned you. I called you out one of my other shows. Because I was talking to the junior reporter, the guy that's the Steelers fan, and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Pat, Pat Fryermuth, man. Another, yeah. what, seven catches, 86 yards? I mean, hey, he's been he's in a constant cog in that Pittsburgh offense, man. He's just he's a, that young rookie. He's just going to get more and more reps. And I'm telling you, the man is talented. I was I was watching, and uh, the big thing, uh, the little junior reporter, he was saying that uh, he didn't like it because he we didn't need a tight end, which I completely agree with. Yeah. But the thing is, is he was going to be our first round pick if Najee Harris was gone? That's oh, yeah. how high we had Friar Moot. Wow. Oh, so wow. him being there in the second was great value. So I'm not mad at it at all. Yeah. Um, Best player available. Yep. That's, yeah, that's what they did. So I like it a lot. I can dig it. I can dig it. And we already got somebody watching. Anthony Handy, what's going on? Anthony, definitely tune, up, in, Anthony. To, tune in tomorrow as we do uh, this week in SEC football. We talked about his number one ranked Georgia Bulldogs. Yes, sir. I can dig it. I can dig it. But, hey, you already know we're here to talk fantasy football. Some leagues were doing good. Some leagues maybe not. But we, we, we'll let you know how it's going to go. Real quick, I did want to do kind of a, like a praise report. A week ago, we had mentioned our good buddy, a buddy of the show, um, Tanner Hughes, dealing with um, had COVID, had pneumonia in his lung. He went and took a test the other day, tested negative. Things right now are clear. Hallelujah, man. I, I absolutely love that, Tanner. We are so happy that everything is cool and good. Cannot wait to get you back on here to talk about your Browns, man. Let's go. Hey, we, hey, and I know you're going through right now because uh, Baker's out. <laughs> or lack thereof, Browns. At this right, point. right. <laughs> Mr. Hey, Mr. Case Keenum, we've oh, seen him. Yeah. <laughs> he had a tour in Washington. So, uh, <laughs> yo, let's get it. Let's get it. But, hey, let, hey. You know why we're here. This is fantasy football. And ladies and gentlemen, let, let's go right into it. We can start off 
with the, the fans league. Dave, I'm coming to you. I'm going to bring up – here we go right here. What's going on, Dave? It was a heartbreaker this week, man. Delilah and I, the last two undefeateds. Yes. Uh, we uh, we squared off, and uh, it, it came down to it. It did. It was uh, – she won by two points in the uh, – in the the Monday night game, and hmm. uh, she is now the only undefeated in either either of our leagues, and I believe in the uh, the Let's Talk Football host league as well. Correct? Yep. <laughs> so, congrats to Delilah. Uh, she is still first place in points four. Uh, I went ahead and dropped down to second place at five and one, and then we got Ash and Brandon Davis at hmm. four and two. Um, John, Daryl, Nick, and Brandon B coming in at five hundred. And then Sid, Sid was finally able to uh, to pull away from Sean a little bit this week. Sid sitting at two uh, and four, and Bobby, Bobby is no longer living in the basement by himself. Mm, Bobby got his mm. first win, and is now tied with. Uh, oh, that's you, Sean. Yeah, that's me. Sean and Berg and Bobby <laughs> all sitting at one and five. Um, points four. Top three, bottom three. So we got uh, Delilah in first at 871 points. John Lenny right behind her at 864. And then a little more of a gap down to Daryl after that huge week he had last week. Uh, bottom three, we are going to start with Brandon huh. Davis. Brandon Davis still holding on to a winning record, but uh, the lowest points for in the league. Uh, next up, we got Brandon B. And then Ferguson. Uh, points against our uh, our top three all happen to be right down there in the in the bottom of the bottom <laughs> of the standings. <laughs> we got Sid and Ferg both tied for for uh, most points against at eight hundred and forty. Wow! And Sean with eight twenty eight, huh. and Bobby at eight twenty six. Um, you know what? <laughs> and then uh, your bottom three. Obviously, a little closer to the top of the standings. Uh, let's see. Brandon Davis yeah. is at 658 with the fewest points against in the league. And then we have Nick at 714 and myself at 732. Uh, it's, a, it's a pretty even split. I believe we're six, six and six as, uh, as far as over under 800 points scored against. Yeah. Um, Winning streaks. I mean, Delilah's still riding high. She's got that that perfect record. I took my first loss. Um, Bobby, like we just said, he got his first win. Uh, and then the other uh, interesting streak. Somebody oh, no, no. <laughs> somebody in this league actually started 1-0. and <laughs> And they have lost five in a row. I didn't write down. Oh, was <laughs> it's been a rough year here, John Spencer. <laughs> it's been a rough, it's been a rough year here in Washington. Let me tell you, it's been a rough year all around. Oh my goodness! Yes, five game losing streak. Yes, that has happened. It's all right. It's all right. Because what do I say? The race is not given to the swift, nor the battle to the person who comes in last place, but to the person who keeps fighting, baby. I'm enduring. <laughs> so Bobby You're talking about Bobby, right? Oh my goodness. No. Oh my god. Shout out to Bobby. Glad he got his W. He is uh 
past me in the list. I can no longer talk about my position. <laughs> I'm not last, right. though. I'm not last. Can we? Can we please note that I am not? Oh, actually, am I? No. No. On the top list, no, I'm eleventh. I'm eleventh. Fer- Fer- Ferguson is uh, is last. And 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 can we know? I still have a 41 percent chance to make the playoffs. So they believe in me. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I thought that was that was really funny. That's right. They believe in me. I believe in me. Let's go. The percentages are actually pretty funny. I mean, yeah, you're way down there, and I think you're at 45 percent. Um, that and then the uh, Ash and Brandon Davis both at four and two. Mm. 32 and 39 percent. The, wow. the, yeah, the, the algorithms are not liking the two of them. You jump down to John and Daryl, both at three and three, and we got 85 percent and 72 percent. Right. Um, I thought that was very interesting where Ash and Brandon are they're They're still pulling the wins out. But as far as the uh, the end of your projections, but that's all they are projections. Yeah. But uh, we did have a couple fun matchups this week. We had, okay. let's see, Ash versus Brandon B. And Brandon B has had some of the lowest points for in the league this year. Uh, but he keeps he keeps pulling out wins. Um, right now he uh, he's sitting at three and three, and he just put put it down on Ash. So Ash just swept all three of us in the last three weeks. And then she puts up a 94.7 to get Brandon <laughs> B just like an easy win. Right. <laughs> okay. Wow, and then took it out. Good. We told Bobby not to hold his breath, but oh, and uh wait. Ash. Ash started Zeke and Pollard. Hmm. That's because if you look at her bench. Desperate. Yeah. Yeah, this is her bench that game was David <laughs> oh. Montgomery out. His backup, uh, Damian Williams, out. Yep. Trey Sermon <laughs> on a bye. Those are the three running backs she had on her bench, so she wow. didn't really have many options. Yeah. And then wow. Herbert obviously put up 11 points, and, yeah, that makes for a rough week. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then we jump over to Nick and Bobby because, you know, like we said, we uh, we told Bobby not to hold Let's his go, Bobby. What's up? <laughs> and then let's go, Bobby. Yeah. Uh, but he, he had a solid week. Put up 154. Um, you know, Nick's sitting over there at 107. Jaseki was his high score. You're not you're not gonna win many matches with Jaseki being your high score. I can't remember yeah. how many points he had. It was it wasn't good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, but Bob, Bobby put up yeah. the 40 40 between uh, Hunter Henry and CD Lamb. Uh, Derrick Henry, not Hunter Henry. Mm. Oof. And C, yeah, Derrick Henry was 40.6. C.D. Lamb was 41.1, yeah. Mm. Yeah, and, you know, and it's funny because we talked about Bobby Bobby last week. He put up his uh, his personal personal high score, um, just ran into Daryl. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> that's two weeks now. Um. Where Bobby, I'm trying to find it. He put up 148 last week and 154 this week. Mm. So you know things might be turning around over there for Bobby. Let's go, Bobby. Let's go, Bobby. He was the highest scoring <laughs> team this week. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and then we had Daryl and Fur going at it. Uh, 
Um, Daryl Daryl just got a, a great all around game. Um, he's on a three game winning streak. Yeah, and see three players outscored Daryl's high score for Ferg, I believe it was. So Ferg Ferg had his his top three, and they all scored higher than Daryl's top player. But Daryl is just way more consistent across the uh, the matchup. Yeah, Tyreek Hill, Jonathan Taylor, who had a great game. Uh, yep. Sterling Shepard came in. Okay, Jared Cook. Who they who they have on their bench? He fell for the lie that was Kadarius Tony, as did mm-hmm. I uh, in the other league. But he was able to survive. It wasn't a lie. He got hurt. He got all six of those points on the first drive. So it was a great yep. start. But I mean, you can't predict uh, injuries. So it, yeah, if the kid can, you know, not get ejected and not get hurt, yeah, exactly. uh, he might have a promising future. Yeah, stay on the field. <laughs> Best ability is availability. Hey, there you go. <laughs> all right, and then I'll uh, I'll toss it over to Sean. Or, oh my goodness. Would you play Sean? All right. Now listen, listen. I all right. I, I know ever since I pressed uh accept and put this guy in my starting lineup, I was gonna get heat for it. This was the logic, okay? The Kansas City Chiefs have been playing poorly on defense. Taylor Heineke and three separate occasions, one against Buffalo, put up over 20 points. I thought he can put up over 20 and what the pusher, the thing that put me over was that all week it said Kyler Murray was questionable. Maybe he wasn't going to play. So I was like, all right, boom. Then it so happened that somewhere between Friday and Sunday, work, and I just didn't get to my lineup. And and when Kyler was cleared, Heineke was still in there. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's where we're at right now. Yeah, that's that's rough. And I mean, obviously, you were playing without Kamara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. And I, I have a question when we get to waiver wire, Eric. Quick questions because Naheem Naheem Hines, man. Now, especially with the emergence of Jonathan Taylor, he's it's been consistently not good. Yep. So, but I sat Noah Fant. Also, you did. you did. That was huge, and and I believe more Noah Fant. I like him better than Waller, but I've just been keeping Waller in there, and I, yeah, that's what that is. It's it's hard. It's hard to sit somebody like Waller, even when he has a you know a, a down week. He it just he's such a stud. It, I don't know. I I I can't really see starting fan over Waller if they're both healthy and have decent matchups. It. Yeah, but can, can't we, can, we, can we discuss that that John Lenny beat me with Trevor Lawrence and James <laughs> Robinson starting? Like, <laughs> coming now, Robinson had a great game. Don't get it twisted. And he had Little Fournette, but oh my goodness! Yeah, Jags—they just had the perfect matchup this week with yep. the Dolphins. Their Dolphins. Their Dolphins. Are yeah. Dolphins. Yes. Yes. All right, get off of me. Who 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 else we got? <laughs> All right, and then uh, Sid. We got Sid going up against Brandon Davis. Sid coming out with the win. It's uh, pretty easy when you play the lowest scoring team. 
And there you go. Too much. <laughs> Sid got the win starting Gino. Oh, yep. my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and if I went with Tannehill, it wasn't much better. There's another two points, so. Yeah. The quarterback situation just wasn't there. Uh, but my receivers, or your running back situation. Uh, yeah, exactly. Austin Eckler yeah. had nine points, lowest of the year. Gibson had four points, lowest of the what, year. Oh, yeah. But then my stacked receiving core just carried me through. Yeah, there it is. 24 from Antonio Brown, 24 from Diggs, 24 from, 23 from Corton Sutton. They just uh, made it a lot easier on myself. Yeah, Antonio Brown is becoming a uh, fantasy uh, MVP very quickly. I mean, he's been hitting 20s the last couple weeks, and it's just like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, not 20s, but uh, multiple catches the whole nine. Like, he's been dominating. People forget Antonio Brown was, uh, I mean, he was the number one receiver in fantasy for like seven years in a right. row. Right, right. Went crazy, so everybody forgot about him for a year or two. But doesn't mean he falls off that hard. Now, listen, I had to take the, I had to take the banner away. All right. As a matter of fact, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna take this away as well. Sydney, brother, how you feel, man? <laughs> but he is dominating the way that he is, not in your colors anymore, man. What what's going on? So here's the thing. Antonio Brown is in. He just fell into the perfect scenario. Yes. He fell into two number one receivers, a number one tight end, and obviously Tom Brady at quarterback with a great offensive line. Yep. Two great running backs. Well, Ronald Jones isn't, I guess, a great running back. But that guy is so crazy and so I need the ball hungry that if he was on a team where he didn't have that much talent around him and the GOAT to be like, hey, Sit down, yeah. shut up, right. your turn, you'll get yours. Right. Any other team, he would have self-imploded and it would have been off. I don't know why, but Tom Brady was like, come here, little boy. Sit sit underneath yeah. me and we'll, yeah. I'll, I'll carry you to the promised land. So right. <laughs> I'm perfectly fine with him not being a Steeler because he was terrible for our locker room. Yeah. And, I mean, I already hated Brady, so just one more reason to hate that guy. There you go. There you, <laughs> you go. Know? It's it's funny. I I said in the the season opener uh, when Tampa played Dallas, Janae was asking about AB, and and I kind of spoke to the fact that he was living with Tom Brady in the Mm offseason, and and we'll see how well he's matured. And Sid nailed it, though. The the fact that he can have up games and down games and he's not always getting the ball, but he's still contributing and and being a solid solid, uh, teammate uh, speaks volumes. For uh, for the leadership they have over there in Tampa, I mean, Richard Sherman just came out and you know he it was after his, his first game and he he said it's the most talented team he's ever been around. It it just blows his mind oh, yeah. the level of talent they have there. Oh, yeah. So yeah, another big reason uh, people don't think about Bruce Arians was the Steelers' offensive coordinator. Yeah, and Antonio Brown's early when he was there early. So Bruce Arians, so AB knows it. Bruce Arians, Byron Leftwich was a Steelers backup quarterback who is now the offensive coordinator in Tampa. It's yep. <laughs> a lot of people that came from the situation. And yeah. Tom, Tom wanted AB when he was in uh, New England still. Oh, yeah. He got him for a little bit, didn't he? Didn't get him like one a game. week. 
Yeah. yeah. yeah and he scored a touchdown, too. And he scored a touchdown. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Yo, all right, man. So we we have got to go ahead and move on. We're in another league, and I, I am I am in a hurry to get to this one because oh, wait, wait, last. Wait. Oh wait, what what what? I I would love to skip this matchup, but we do have to give her her credit. Okay, okay. Let me get back there. Delilah. Oh. <laughs> we we can't we can't just skip that one as much as I would love to because every time I've opened the app. Since this ended, it's it's like a knife in my chest right now. Um, Delilah came out and uh, she jumped out ahead, and I was able to uh, to crawl back into it. And then we went into the the uh, the Buffalo game. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was up by sixteen points, and I was actually kind of uh, when you guys were uh, doing less talk football on Monday night. I was trying to ask in the comments. If anybody thought that I should uh, sit the Buffalo defense and just play Emmanuel Sanders right. to get the 16, and the Buffalo defense ended up scoring exactly zero points, mm. and uh, and I got just fell short, just fell short. It was it was heartbreaking just watching the points just slowly chip off of the Buffalo defense <laughs> as that fourth quarter went, and it, and then yeah, broke my heart. But congratulations, Delilah. I've been calling you the champ all year, and uh, your team is definitely playing like it. However, we'll see. Uh, we'll see if she can survive the injury to Chubb. Mm, exactly. Because then Najee uh, Harris is on a bye this week, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot. She of will, be, on will be without her starting two running backs. Oh, yeah. And then she has Mark Ingram backing them up. And, well, Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake gets points recently. Yes, sir. All right, we can jump on over to to Jerry World. Oh, yeah. The place I hate to talk about. (laughs) Can we check the standings in that one? Yeah, I would actually love to do that. Um, uh, before, uh, Before we do... We do have a, a, a guest in the background. I am so glad he is in here. I know he has some stuff to say. Without further ado, <laughs> Dalton Andrews. How you doing, oh, man? Guys. What up, Dalton? Uh, all right. <laughs> so, I mean, I had a good week. I don't know about the rest of y'all. <laughs> Actually, I had a great week. I was going to say, yeah, I think I, I was pretty good. I had a good one. So, uh, which one of you guys needs a quarterback? Oh. Mm. I mean, you Let's did just see. trade for one. I might have stumbled my way into Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> might want him. I had a little side conversation about I that trade. I still cannot believe Dylan gave you that sweetheart deal. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you fleeced him there, I think. It was mutually beneficial. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that, but. <laughs> hey, it works for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Man, I, I spent the last couple of weeks trying to put together a package. I knew I knew Dylan wouldn't be able to say no to, but I knew he was he was going to set the price way too high, and and I never ended up making an offer. And then I saw your guys' trade, and uh, it hurt. It hurt, and you'll oh, see I'm, why it hurt when we get to uh, to my matchup. Hey, I'm but, accepting offers. So, what's that? Just, I'm accepting offers. Just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Well, I, we might be talking after the show. 
All right. So Ash is holding on to the top spot over here at five and one. Uh, and then she knocked Dylan. I'm sorry. Well, I knocked Dylan out of the top spot for <laughs> Ash to uh, to just step right on in there. And he is now at four and two. Then we got Sean, Sid, yeah. and Dalton, you three gentlemen oh. all tied up at four and two. I have crawled out of the basement. <laughs> I'm sitting at 500. All right. Oh. Me and Seth both sitting there at three and three. Then we got Steven, CJ, Ray, and Devin uh, sitting at two and four. And Jason all by his lonesome down at one and five. All right. Top three, bottom three, four points, four. We have Steven still sitting in first place by a lot, uh, thanks to that ridiculous week he had last week uh, when he went up against Seth. Ash coming in at number two, Dylan at number three, one point separating the two of them. And Sean uh, is also tied for third there with 816 points. Oh, yeah. Bottom three, we have the usual suspects. I believe it is the same as last week. Uh, we got Jason bringing up the rear at 672, then Devin 696, and Dalton has joined the uh, the 700 club. He is now at 704. Um, and then top three, bottom three at points against. Here we have Steven with 938 oh, points against. Now, the next closest person wow. is Devin at 863. Uh, and then we got Ray at 833. So all those guys sitting at two and four, uh, as we say every week, it is incredibly hard to uh, to win matches when you're getting that many points thrown at you and uh the bottom three we have myself or wait no dalton dalton is the uh the low man in points against at 643 dylan go. and ash 670 and 689 um so the points for points against uh top three bottom three are, are very very reflective of the overall standings um dalton is is sitting the low man, uh, bottom three in both of those, but he is four and two. The man finds ways to win. Always. <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> All right. And then uh, let's see. We had a couple couple fun matchups over there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, oh, I lost it. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Let, let, let's talk ahead. about this league. All right, so oh yeah, nice little high score there, Sean. Huh? Oh yeah, oh yeah, it felt good this week. It felt good. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever you have uh, Derrick Henry and he goes off, you feel real good. Which he goes off basically every week. Exactly. (laughs) He's just a monster. He is. He is, and it's beautiful. It is. (laughs) All right, what what match are you in, Sean? I'm in uh, uh, my match. I definitely want to uh, spotlight since in the last league I'm doing so poorly. (laughs) Kyler did his thing. Yes, sir. Gave me 25 points. It's a shame that I sat him in my other league. Uh, I don't know why I thought Tyler Arnke was anything. Uh, Definitely uh, picked up on the Khalil Herbert, not having anybody else to run the ball in Chicago this week. He definitely did good. Definitely got the, uh, the Minnesota connection. Out there, and hey, Cortland Sutton has been doing it for me. My sleep, anybody that's playing Detroit, 
I mean, I picked up the Bengals defense a week ago, and they've actually not been bad, you know. But for the third or fourth week, Lambeau, he was injured like three weeks, and now he is not even on the team. So, <laughs> but I played without him as a handicap. See, I'm trying to give you all a chance, all right? <laughs> but, uh, no, that yeah, it's purely my mistake. But, yeah, no, I feel good. And early in the game, because obviously I forgot about the early games, uh, I had Jalen Waddell and Marvin Jones Jr., who both went off for 28 and 29 points. So, and with Ertz on the bench. Hey. Looking like a solid team. Feel good about my squad. Got the dual Viking receivers. Dealing and Jefferson there. Got to get that stacking on, man. It's got it's got to hurt for for a guy whose team is named Hail Murray <laughs> to, lose the time, <laughs> to lose the Murray, right? Solid <laughs> <laughs> yeah, performance, dude. Oh, the irony. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what you got next, Dave? All right. So then we had uh, Devin playing Ash and Ash. Uh, Ash came out ahead, 145 to 113. Um, and Ash, Ash was real top-heavy in this one. Mm. Uh, she got 30 from Dak, Fournette, and then uh, 20 from Harrison and Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then pretty quiet as it goes down the list. Um, Devin only had a couple standouts. I mean, Matt Stafford and Mixon both gave him 20-plus. Mm. Um, but his uh, his lineup was pretty quiet. He had Jaseki over here, so Ash was able to go to five and one off of that win right there. Devin, go ahead and uh, bench the Reds Washington's defense. All right, it's not gonna <laughs> get better from here, man. I'm telling you, especially not <laughs> First, this week. No, yeah. Did you did First, you see what I posted? This last week, it was uh, Matthew Barry's love hate article yeah. Yeah. talking about um, uh, the the Chiefs playing the Redskins and how he pretty much loved everybody in the Chiefs running game, no matter who it is, because the Washington right. football team's <laughs> defensive strategy is standing around pointing at each other and saying, "I thought I'm you had him." I'm telling you, <laughs> I learned this a long time ago. Until things have truly changed, you always bet against us. I started Josh Allen in one of my leagues and Steven Diggs. I started Kamara when we played the Saints. <laughs> I started uh, who we had last week. Uh, I started – I have Tariq Hill in some of my leagues. I started him. I'm not playing, man. I love my team, but I understand my team. <laughs> All right. Then we had Ray playing uh, his other son. And after Sid just absolutely put it down on him last week, Seth now did the same thing. <laughs> Ray, Ray's struggling. Uh, he's put up, I think, below less than 90 points two weeks in a row now. Um, he's starting uh, Tannehill. And uh, Tannehill almost got outscored by Big Ben. Yeah. Hey, what's that supposed to mean? <laughs> oh, you know what that means. <laughs> hey, right. You're right. <laughs> We don't need details for that. 
All right, and then we can uh, jump over to Dalton's matchup. Dalton, do you have your, your matchup in front of you? You want to talk it through? Yeah, give me one second. Let me get back up to there. Another win for me. Not, not that that means anything. <laughs> we got we got Dalton playing Jason, you know, who uh, has probably had the worst injury luck of anybody I've seen in a long time. Mm. Oh, man. But yeah, not much for me. I mean, running backs, Collins did great for me, but that's only going to last until Carson comes back. So I got a bit of a running back problem, but my wide receivers are more than making up for it. Yeah. Except for Devontae this, this week. He forgot how to play football. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought this was going to be the week that Trayvon outgained out and outscored his brother. Didn't happen. No. Didn't happen. No. Nope. Mm-hmm. Oh, with yeah, Harrison, Tim, Tim Patrick's been a decent pickup as well. Mm-hmm. With Jerry Judy being Ooh. out, but I know once I have Jerry Judy, so it doesn't matter. Then Tim Patrick can take a hike. Yeah. <laughs> the addition yeah. of DK Metcalf definitely beneficial. Oh yeah, he's serviceable. Yeah, and Jason, Jason's just trying to plug holes all over the place. Yeah, but uh, I, I don't know if he's going to be able to turn that around. <laughs> Wilson, There's Christian McCaffrey. Always a chance, but McCaffrey being out, Wilson being out. Yeah. And huh. he uh, he was without Jacobs for a minute there, and then uh, who else? He had a those. Oh, uh, Jarvis Landry. He drafted mm. Jarvis Landry. Oh man, and had to drop him. Yeah, that's a rough go. He started Giovanni Bernard and Cameron Brait. That's oof. That's rough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Injury gods are not being kind to him. No, sorry. All right. All right. And then Sid. Let's jump over to Sid. Sid uh, was able to squeak out a, a low scoring affair. I got lucky because uh, I don't think he paid attention to his running backs. <clears throat> oh, yeah, he, looked, he didn't reach Oh, oh. Uh, one by eight. If he starts any running back that actually played, he would have beaten me. Right. <laughs> now, if you look at his bench, he actually only has two other running backs he could have played. That would have combined for nine. He would have beaten <laughs> by one point if you put both of them in. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wow. Sid gets lucky again. Yeah. Hey, I'll take it. All right. Better to be lucky than good. Hey. A win's a win. Yes, exactly. exactly. Uh, Cooper Cup did it for you. Yeah. All that 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 Rams connection. Yeah, he's got the Rams receivers. All right. And then uh Let's jump over to my favorite match of the week. Oh my goodness! <laughs> See, I like to think I helped. I wish he, I w- and so you guys know, Dalton. Uh, Dalton's a good friend of Dylan's. That's yeah. uh, this is this league is how uh, I met Dalton. Uh, I ended up, and you know, when we made the Facebook page, I invited him over there, and he's been uh, he's been kicking it with us since. Nice. But uh, I think I think Dalton Dalton loves to see this as much as I do. <laughs> I do. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. So now I, ju- I just would like for you gentlemen 
to remember. Let's think back to last week and the conversation we had, and then I would like for you to look at the lineup I started against Dylan. Hey, you won, oh. right? Oh. You won, right? That's all that matters. All right. Hey. It is. I'm never going to the two of you again. Yeah, I said Daryl Williams is going to have a great game. I appreciate there you go. Yeah, look at it, and he did. Yeah. He pulled through. I dirtied you myself. You're welcome. To start a Washington football team quarterback. Wow, and you didn't start a defense. Oh, neither you did. I don't know why it's not showing the defense on there. It's weird. Oh. They definitely did, but it's not, oh, they did. It's yeah, not it's showing. Like it's showing up weird. <laughs> so, yeah, th- this was fun. I uh, I actually had the Baltimore defense uh, as – and. I was it, it was it was going to be a close match. I didn't trust the Baltimore defense, and so I sat him. And Dylan actually responded by oh, running so an pulled? empty slot at his defense as well, and he used that spot to actually go out and make another waiver pickup. I can't remember who it was. It had to have been Trevor Lawrence because he picked up a third quarterback because why does he need them when he has Jalen Hurts, who scored over 20 in every single game this year, wow. Tom Brady, yep. who's leading the league in pass yards. Please he did not me. believe that Brady and Hertz were going to uh, were going to put it down this week, so he wow. picked up Trevor Lawrence, who That's was it. the low scoring person out of all three. Right. But CD Lamb definitely did work for me. Um, that that man that that was that game was crazy. But watching CD take over that fourth quarter and overtime, knowing. Every single time he caught that ball, I was just inching away from Dylan. It was it was it was a good day. <laughs> oh, that was good stuff. All right, and then uh, let's see this uh, this coming week over here. We've got I'll be playing Stephen. Then we got Ash going up against CJ, who's still starting Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yay, another easy win for uh for the Swinton household. Uh we got oh the brothers are facing off. This week it was Dylan and I, and this week it's gonna be Sid and Seth. Oh, and then the uh the basement dwellers of Devin and Jason. <laughs> Sean's gonna be going to get today, who uh who's put up below 90 points for two weeks in a row. <laughs> and Dalton. Dalton will be playing Dylan this week. That's going to be a good one. I really hope go. the players you got in your trade out dominate the players he got in that trade. Yeah. <laughs> the one problem like, is the Packers play I'm rooting somebody's for team this week. Yeah, so yeah, they do. They so do. They might have a fantastic day. That's fair. Oh, he definitely, yeah. And, and Devontae Adams. If you got Tanya, get him out there. <laughs> They'll all show up. We're 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 just looking at each other like, what's going on, guys? Actually, might be AJ Dillon. That might be a move, actually. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. And it's funny because after this show, I go on and I do a show about Washington, and I'm just kind of I got like a list over here. Like, what are we even going to talk about? Like, what? Just uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's rough, guys. It's rough. All right, man. Well, hey, so I know I know we're gonna hit waivers. Um, if you want to pop back over to uh, to the Let's Talk Football League, mm-hmm. I want you to bring up either one, really, either Ash or myself for this week. Now, there are two schools of thought out there about bye weeks uh, when you're drafting, and that is there, there are a lot of people who 
who draft and and bye weeks are part of the way they draft. I'm not one of those people. I'm definitely a draft the best person, worry about the bye weeks later. Um, I knew that this week was going to be rough for me, and uh, it apparently is going to be pretty rough for Ash as well. Mm. I think it's going to be rough for everybody. What's up? Mm. I think it's going to be rough for everybody. (laughs) Real quick, let me just... You don't know rough. All right. All right. Who, who do you have pulled up there, Sean? This is you. Me? Yeah. And the oh. and I'm not dropping anybody. I'm not, I'm not so I am forfeiting my week basically. Must be um, nice. I tried to uh I tried to pick yeah. up Matt Ryan off waivers. Zach Moss was really the only player um that I was comfortable with parting ways with i was not going to drop one of these guys on my bench uh or one of these guys on a buy for a lesser yeah. player just to probably still lose this week um but i i have never in all of my fantasy time run into a bye week like this this is disgusting and i'm angry about it <laughs> you see that what did i tell you the race is not given to the swift who's your opponent this week Sean, let's go yeah. <laughs> out of the basement, baby. <laughs> Win any way we can. All right. <laughs> yeah, real quick. Just, I mean, you think your team, but listen to the players on by this week. I'm gonna go ahead and read them off real quick. Right. Zeke, Amari, CD, Dalton, Schultz, Dak, Diggs, Stefan Diggs, Josh Allen, Emmanuel Sanders, Zach Moss, uh, Dawson Knox. Devin Singletary, Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Najee Harris, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, James Robinson, Marvin Jones Jr., Austin Eckler, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Justin Herbert. Yeah. All viable starters in every league ever. Yep. And that is an insane. That's funny. I actually wrote down a list of uh, all the notable players that were on a bye. Um, you, you did the complete list, and I love it. Uh, it's disgusting, man. It's a 16 by, and just so many fantasy heavy hitters out there that are now leaving people scrambling, trying to fill their holes. Yep. Yeah, I heard somebody uh, call it by Mageddon this week. Yeah. <laughs> by Mageddon. I like that. Yep. Oh man. All I'm right. Definitely. Well, uh, I'll give it back to you, Sean. I know I jumped in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. And, oh, snap. Shout out to people that are watching us. Uh, Delilah, she said, uh, I'm going down this week. Oh, we'll see. You've been winning Everybody everything else. All right. <laughs> and then it's uh, the leagues I'm dying in. Oh, yeah, the second, the other one. That's the one league you're dying in. Every other one, you're like 5-0 and oh and, you know, you're killing us. You're killing us, Delilah. All right, man. So, hey, we are going to go ahead and move on. And, hey, look, like like we just alluded to, it's crazy. The bye weeks plus the injuries. Now it's like, where do we go from here? A, a lesser a lesser uh, fantasy coach wouldn't know what to do. But, see, luckily I am with not two, but now three gurus. They're in the building and, hey, guys, like I mentioned earlier, Naheem Hines is on my team. I got him on a couple. He's doing terrible. I need to go to the waiver wire, man. So I am coming. I'm going to go uh, clockwise. So, David, waiver wire, what you got, man? Sorry. Starting See with that? me? See that? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, well, 
I definitely focused uh, focused on running backs this week simply because of the amount of running backs that are hurt and or on a bye. Um, I mean, Sid just gave you the full list, but Zeke, Davin Cook, Najee Harris, James Robinson, Austin Eckler, uh, both Moss and Singletary, and then Nick Chubb and Kareem Hump both being out. Um, so we got Dearness Johnson. Obviously, he has not had an opportunity to show us what, if anything, he can do. But for a team that is so uh, focused on the running game, uh, and as we just found out today, Baker Mayfield will be taking a seat. Uh, I expect him to have a huge workload. Uh, they do have uh, the other uh, the other back over there, Felton. Yep. Uh, but he's more of a pass catcher. Yep. Um, he's got two carries all season. What's that? He's got two carries all season. The rest are pa- catches. Uh, so I, I, I definitely think uh, Dearness Johnson is worth the pickup, um, especially if you had Chubb or Kareem Hunt. Because if he balls out this week and either one of those guys goes down again, um, you're, you're looking at a, at, a, at a viable backup. And then uh, Michael Carter over, uh, over with the Jets. Now, uh, Dearness Johnson, 2.5%. He's owned in 2.5% of the, of the leagues out there. So hmm. I would definitely go and get him. These next two are owned in a lot more of the leagues, but I, I think they, uh, they're they viable options for this week. Michael Carter, uh, 52% of the carries in his last start. Uh, he went for t- uh, 10 carries for 38 yards, three for three uh, targeted and caught for 20 yards and one touchdown. He's had three targets per game since week two. So that's that's nothing new there. And uh, he is highly touchdown reliant, though. <clears throat> and I I tend to stay away from players who are touchdown reliant. I, I want I want workhorses. I, I want production through yards and catches because those are much more uh, much easier to sustain week from week. Hmm. Uh, and Latavius Murray over in Cincinnati. Uh, they're playing oh, Cincinnati. Uh, he's had increased targets for the last two weeks, uh, and he's had touchdowns in four out of six games. Uh, again, pretty touchdown reliant, but, I mean, if you're missing any one of these big names and you've got an open spot on your roster, um, definitely definitely look at these guys. Those those were just the top three. There are a lot of backup running backs who are going to be getting looked at this week. Those were the, the few that I looked over and I liked. My um, one wide receiver was uh, Rashad Bateman. Uh, he had six targets, which led all Baltimore receivers in his debut. Now, you know, for all of uh, for all those folks out there that still don't think that Lamar Jackson is a quarterback and he can't throw, uh, <laughs> Lamar yards, but yet still start him. <laughs> hey, he had, yeah, got me eleven points. <laughs> he did. Yeah, it was an ugly game. All right, Sid. Yeah, it was an ugly game that they put up thirty in. You spoiled that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I think that'll be very interesting to see if Bateman can uh, really develop that rapport with uh, with Lamar because if he does, and then you've got Bateman and uh, and Hollywood Brown with Mark Andrews, I, I think the Ravens' passing attack could actually become something to really fear. So that's all I got for you. Nice, nice. Sid, what you got, man? All right, did my did my usual. Went through my six leagues, looked at guys that were available. Now they're not available in all of them, but they were at least available in some of them. So can't guarantee they'll be available in your league, but 
I mean, like we were talking about, it's by Mageddon. If you can find somebody to yeah. with a pulse, you yeah. got to start them almost. I mean, look at David's league. So for quarterbacks, Derek Carr is available in at least two of my leagues. So, I mean, again, all those teams have starting quarterbacks that are on buys that are fantasy quarterbacks. So if you need a quarterback, those are, he's one. I got him. Two is a great stream this week. Two is not a, somebody that you're going to want to start every week, but he's got a great matchup this week. Um, and he threw for over 300 yards last week. So uh, if you can do that on this one week where you somebody's on a buy or whatnot, definitely something to, to think about. Uh, I did have Teddy Bridgewater marked down. Uh, I like Teddy. Uh, the secondary of the Browns is very bad. The only thing is I see with everybody that's out for Cleveland's offense, uh, this is going to be a game where I don't think a lot of points are going to be scored. And I don't think they're going to have to throw the ball a lot. I think it's going to be run it, get a lead, and keep running it. Their defense, I mean, the set, the Browns are questionable or out. Both tackles, center, quarterback, two receivers, both running backs. So I don't see them putting up a lot of points. So I think if the Broncos get a lead early, they're not going to pass as much. But, I mean, Teddy could be a streamer if you need somebody. Uh, as for running backs, the on top of what David said, uh, I would look at just possibly, uh, I mean, if you need somebody, Rashad Penny for Seattle. He is He was on IR, but he should be coming back. Alex Collins is hurt. He's not ruled out yet, but he's questionable. So if he's not in, Rashad Penny should be the guy. Um, and again, you're just looking at a guy with a pulse. It's like, you got to stream somebody. This is this is the type of game where if you have Miles Sanders, we've told you all year not to start Miles Sanders. But with all the running backs out, this is a game you start Miles Sanders, and this is why you have him on your bench. Um, J.D. McKissick was on a couple waivers. Pick him up. Yeah, Antonio Gibson's got a shin issue, and uh, McKissick is a great receiving back. So if he's available, definitely a great streamer. <clears throat> Again, not available in all my leagues, but they, he was in some, so uh, definitely viable. On top of Rashard Bateman, we talked about Tim Patrick earlier. David's been talking about Tim Patrick all year, saying he doesn't like him. Hey, all the dude does is produce. So 10-plus points. Hey, 10 I told you last week. week. Hey, again, and he's still available in leagues. Like, if you need a, if you need a guy, he's out there. Uh, and then the other receiver I had marked down was T.Y. Hilton. Uh, he came out of the game due to a quad injury, but they think it was just to management because they were up big in that game. They didn't think he needed to play anymore. Uh, but he did have a big bomb, which is T.Y. specialty. Carson loves to throw those. So uh, if you need a receiver, I like T.Y. a lot. Um as for tight ends, I like the same two I did last week. I, I did have, add one. Zach Ertz, who I said last week, much better passing offense, mm -hmm. obviously. They don't have a tight end. That's why they signed him. Now, I don't see him getting a lot of playing time this week, obviously, because he just got there. But if you can get him, stash him, or if you just need to stream him this week, I I mean, I guarantee they have a package of at least 20 plays for him this week, and that might be all you need at tight end. Uh, obviously, Pat Fryermuth talked about him earlier. Uh, oh, he's on by. Just kidding. Not him. Uh, the other one I have is uh, Ricky Seals-Jones for Washington. Uh, we talk, Sean talked about him last week. He did step in just as good as Logan Thomas. Got a touchdown last week. That's all you can ask for from a tight end. So uh, if he's available and you need one, I like him a lot as well. Again, these aren't guys that you're going to pick up and start every week and win a game with, but just streamers this week for by Mageddon. All of them, I think, could hopefully get you through the week and maybe get you a win because everybody is – hurting not just you i promise we all have people out 
So it's whoever can pick up the best. And I mean, hey, squeaking out a win this week could win you a league, can get you in the playoffs and get you a chance to win it. Could come down to one game. So you don't want to just give up like uh man up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And I'll take that W in the research. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Don't man, you got anybody in the waiver wire you uh, want people to pick up or look at? So I agree with the tight end, Seals Jones. Uh, with the other guy going down on IR, that's just going to give him more opportunity. Heineke is going to go to that safety net yep. because he's probably going to continue getting hit. Yes. So he needs to make his life a little bit easier, just dump it off real quick, let him get a few yards. So right. he can at least get some catches and probably probably some red zone looks if they can get down there. Uh, running back-wise, Devontae Booker, since the Giants don't know what's happening because of Saquon, he seems like a safe bet for right now until Saquon decides if he's actually going to show up and play or if he's just going to ride the bench again all year. <laughs> oh, let's see. After that, though, it's really hard because – oh, Cole Beasley. Not an every not an every week guy, but, you know, every once in a while, Josh Allen's going to be like, you're my man today since Diggs is maybe double covered or something. So just – Pick him up if you watch what defense they're playing. That'll be all you need to know. And then possibly for another tight end, Jared Cook's not a bad one. But, yeah, that's all I got for your waiver wire. Not too much at this point in the season. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, it's getting it's, hey, it's getting getting to be crunch time. This this is when the real uh, fantasy coaches come out, and not just the people that think that they could draft well. This is when you have to start getting into the. You know, the back and forth, the nitty gritty, the nerdy stuff, you know, and and uh, this is when forfeits begot victories for some people. I'll take it. <laughs> now, if I lose this week, I'm not coming on the show next week. I'm just letting you all know that right now. Right? <laughs> I, I resign. If, if I can't even beat him with all those people on by. All right. I'm just saying. I'm just <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. So, yo, we have to move on. And actually. So we do not have any of the fan questions this week. Um, did you – I mean, we can move into the bets, but did you guys have anything you guys want? I, I did want to post something to the group, actually. Um, Naheem Hines, I've talked about him earlier in the show. Um, he has consistently been – I mean, I know he's consistently given me, like, under, you know, seven points, like under, like, six, five points, something like that. You know, I know he's one of those kind of like where he's very touchdown dependent. And he's had situations like last year where he got like three touchdowns in a game and certain games, you know, but he's not some consistent. But with Jonathan Taylor, is it safe to drop a Naheem Hines? Yeah, I think with the emergence of Jonathan Taylor, especially in the past game, because that's where Naeem Hines really thrived with him emerging there that he just looks like the bell cow. So barring a Taylor injury, I don't think Hines is ever going to make it to your starting lineup. So I think he's just he's a handcuff at this point. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. If you don't have Jonathan Taylor, then I don't see the point in keeping him. Uh, maybe, maybe as trade bait, something to sweeten a pot for whoever does have Jonathan Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I I make it a rule every year. Uh, my two stud running backs, my top two picks, I go after their backups. Um, I drafted Chuba Hubbard uh, and ended up dropping him mm. because I needed. I was going to go back and get him in like a week or two, but I needed the roster spot. McCaffrey got hurt. I think Sid picked him up. Um, I also had uh, uh, 
Edward Solaire's backup. So, I mean, that's your value for him at this point, man. I, I would make the move for uh, – move, move him to whoever has Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Yeah, like Sid said, just try to put him in a trade package just to sweeten the deal. Exactly. But you're not going to get legitimate value out of him points-wise. You're not going to – you're going to regret putting him in your lineup. Absolutely. I mean, that, that's something that Dalton, Dalton and Dylan just did. Uh, you gave him uh, – what backup did you give him? Oh, what was our trade again? <laughs> you you gave him uh, the, the handcuff to one of his running backs to sweeten that deal, and that was kind of one of the tipping points for Dylan where, yeah, on face value, the value wasn't really there until you realized that uh, that running back was – was the handcuff to one of his guys. We actually fielded a question about that last week in where somebody was offering Cook and Madison together, um, which I thought was – I mean, that's huge. That's huge, knowing that if Dalvin Cook goes down, you got Madison coming in, and and you're solid. I mean, the, the chances of both of those guys getting hurt and being out is pretty low. So, I mean, the, those kind – you using the backups and, and to sweeten trades is pretty solid. Yeah, because he gave me Pollard. Yep. And Pollard usually will do something decent, so not a bad flex option. And on, on a bad week, uh, this week he's on bye, so that doesn't help me. <laughs> I can dig it. I can dig it. Um, I do have uh, one more quick question. James Connor. Sorry, no, Sid. This is hurts you again. Another former Steeler. <laughs> we saw the week he had a, a week ago. Um, uh, he had a pretty solid game. Can't is he somebody that you can rely on, uh, Dalton? I'll start with you. So it's him and Drake, correct for those two running backs? Uh, Chase Edmonds. Drake Edmonds. is in Vegas. Edmonds. I think Connor's going to end up being the main guy. Hmm. That's just me. But, I mean, he's always been able to put up numbers. Right. right. Yeah, so, I mean, I think, yeah, I, to be honest, I think Connor's the bell cow now. He's going to get all the end zone, the goal line, or the red zone work, mm-hmm. goal line work. Uh, Edmonds has become just the third down pass catcher. Uh, Connor's always been a great running back. His issue has been injuries so as long as he's healthy he should be able to produce especially in that offense because they can spread them out and they got such so many weapons the run game should open up very nicely for them anytime they need it uh yeah i like i like connor a lot all right cool cool dave um that that offense is tricky you know they one week aj green is you know crushing fantasy owner's hearts across the country, and the, the next week he does nothing. Uh, Connor really, uh, let's see, single digits the first two weeks. Then he put up 18-3, 20.6, 10.7, and 8.1. I mean, that's four out of five weeks in double digits, hit 20 once. And, uh, and like these guys said, I mean, he's really emerged as their guy. Um, I, I don't see any reason not to trust him at this point. Terry McLaurin, and I'm about to catch a cannonball. <laughs> What's up? Somebody's watching cannon. videos. Just getting a <laughs> pop up on my ESPN here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Well, I will throw out last week we uh, we took a uh, took a question from Chase Wilner. Uh, I was the uh, the choice between um, Booker Williams or Moss. Both Sid and Sean took Moss. Uh, I went with Damian Williams. I also thought that Chicago was going to win that game. Uh, he obviously didn't end up playing. Uh, so, uh, so the guys, the guys got me on that, but I will note that Herbert was far and away the top scorer out of those three players. Was he an option? Yes. Was he an option? I thought the options were Booker, Moss, and Williams. Right. I, I am just saying that I think if Damian Williams had played in that game, he right. would have produced similarly and I still would have won that one. That was the only lineup question we took last week. It was a lot of trade talk. Yeah. Um, and uh, I will, you know, maybe a couple weeks down the road, um, revisit some of those uh, those trades that we talked about and see how things uh, how things shook out for people. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, a report card from uh, from waivers last week. Ugh. Both Sid and Sean. Uh, urged you to pick up Taylor Heineke. They were wrong. <laughs> yes. Yes, we were. I will yell on that one. <laughs> uh, we, were, we were all really down on uh, on Devontae Booker. He put up 10.9, pretty much exactly what we thought would happen. He was going to get a lot of – he was going to get his volume. But like I keep saying every week, volume does not always translate into production. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Stevenson. Sid uh, Sid put up Stevenson, and uh, he put up a fifteen two, which was actually the highest out of any of Sid's waiver waiver picks. So, well done there, sir. Uh, obviously, Kadarius Tony, uh, great start, left with injury. Uh, Hardman was an eight point eight. You uh, so you know not not much moving on the wide receivers there. Tight ends you had Ertz and Fairmuth, and both of them. Put up twelve point nine and twelve point eight, so respectable numbers. Um, but yeah, pretty pretty productive. Uh, pretty productive waivers for you last week, Sid. Uh, I also had Kadarius Tony, Tim Patrick, and Khalil Herbert. Uh, Herbert knocked it out of the park. Uh, he would have been the uh, the highest overall scorer of any of our waivers. Uh, I don't have Tim Patrick's in front of me. I don't know why not, but he scored a touchdown. He scored a touchdown. He did good. He had a good week. I think he had about thirteen. Okay. But yeah, I mean, when when you're when you're going to waivers, and and obviously, like we talked about streaming this week, if you can get ten to fifteen points from whoever you picked up, I consider that a win. So right. a lot of wins here between uh, between Sid and I last week. You know, except for Taylor Heineke. Oh, hey, he got ten points. You said ten to fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> 9.28. Can't win them all. Yeah, yeah, can't, can't. Hey, but shout out to the person that was not on that list that you did mention, David. I did pick up Khalil Herbert in a couple of my leagues, and he definitely did produce at least for me with the 97 yards and the touchdown. So, yeah, I'll take that. Would have loved three more yards for that 100-yard bonus, but, you know, beggars can't be choosing. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Uh, oh, right. I, I got a question for you guys. Yeah. Lot, lot of, lot of us out there still. 
because uh, you know there isn't a single one of us who's dropped them probably. What do, what do you guys do about Christian McCaffrey? Ooh, stash him and wait. You gotta yeah. hold him. What's that? Yeah, just wait. You just sit there and wait. Hold him. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you can I mean, try. It's, if you... That's my plan. Uh, it's just, I mean, he broke my heart when he went back on IR, and then I lost Ceh in, for, in the same week. Um. Hey, I, I mean, mean, I I cannot reconcile the idea of dropping him at this yeah. point. You can't drop. Yeah, him. I mean, you can. Look for look at one of the top teams in the league. Try and trade them. Mm-hmm. Somebody that's deep. Yeah. Somebody that's got a, lot, a big bench that's willing to wait on them. I, I mean, I don't know. I it's worth a shot if you're if you're over it and you're looking to unload them. Obviously, dropping him is not the move. Look for a trade. I guarantee. I mean, I would look depending on who you wanted. I'd look at a trade for Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody yeah, we owe. Oh yeah, yeah. Somebody, yeah. I believe somebody definitely will. Somebody needs them, or or, or can wait for them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we did have a question. We did have a question. Shout out to my guy Nathan Snell, who said, and this is something a lot of people are having problems with. Uh, Kareem Hunt is out. Who should he pick up? I think his backup is the best option. Dearness Johnson, who mm-hmm. uh, David hit. Just because he's going to be the, I mean, he's going to be the guy. He's going to be yeah. the only running back they have, and they, it's, I mean, it's going to be hard to see them moving the ball a lot, but he's going to, he's, he's going to be the guy. He, I think he played. I think I looked it up. He averages five yards a carry, so I mean, he's a decent running back. He's not like he doesn't have bad stats. Obviously, he doesn't have a ton of work, so it's hard to go off of. But uh, they're running offense, so they're they're already set up to be able to work, run the ball well. Um, if he is any decent at all, he should be able to at least get you hopefully 10 points is all you're hoping for. I mean, it's like we said, it's buy him again. There's a lot of people on buys. There's not not a lot of options out there, but I think he is the best option. As we said, this should be an interesting week because practically my whole team is on buy this year. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. Great that they're all on buy the week after you beat me. Thanks. That's <laughs> that's perfect. One week. <laughs> Oh man, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Any any other questions? Anybody? Everybody good? Because we can definitely move on. Sydney, I'm coming to you. Uh, some of us are gamblers. Some of us are trying to be gamblers. Uh, Sydney, tell us how we can win, man. What's the bet of the week this week, man? I just been I've been talking about it, so I think I gotta bet it. So, and just to to recap, last week I did say. Zach Ertz to be the first touchdown scorer. And if Philly had got the ball first, he was the first touchdown. Unfortunately, they got the ball second. The other team had already scored. But, man, if I had called that one, that would have been great. Anyway, uh, this week, the Browns don't have anybody playing offense. I, They don't have a pulse. Yeah. So they're playing the Broncos, who are a low-scoring team. The Browns are going to – I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think the bet is bet the under on the spread. Mm. Keep it simple. Yeah. Shouldn't be a lot of points scored in this game. The over-under is at 42-and-a-half. So just to break it down, what the over-under is, it's the combined point total with both teams. So whatever at the end of the game, however many points are scored by both teams, you add it up, whether it's over or under the point total that the books have uh, established beforehand is what you bet. So right now it's 42 and a half. I really see this game being like 
fourteen to three, <laughs> right. ten to seven. Like, I mean, I don't see it being high scoring. I mean, if it's high scoring, I don't know who scores, and that's my issue. So, I think it's gonna be a real high scoring game to get over forty two and a half. It'd have to be like twenty four to twenty mm. or twenty eight seventeen. It's got to be way higher up there. So, I don't see that happening. I think keeping it simple, just betting that the total scores in the under 42 and a half is the way to go. That's where I'm going. Nice. 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 Yo, so we actually, yo, shout out to James Zhao, one of the guys who's been watching us the last couple of weeks. He actually shot us a question. Pretty interesting. Trade D-Hop for Jefferson, question mark. Just straight across? D-Hop for Jefferson? Yeah. That's what he says. I keep D-Hop. Yeah. In my opinion, D-Hop's the guy. I like yeah. Murray. I, I When I break it down this way, I like the quarterback in Arizona more than I like the quarterback in Minnesota. Mm. Now, I think Jefferson has less competition when it comes to getting the ball. Arguably. Mm. Right. right. But, <laughs> yeah, because Thielen gets the yeah, Thielen gets, Thielen gets the ball. And then really there's not much else. Dalvin Cook out of the backfield. Um, whereas in Arizona, you got Rondell Moore, Christian Kirk, AJ Green, now Zach Ertz. So there's a lot to go around there. But D Hop, I they I like their offense more consistently than I like the Vikings offense. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. All right, got another one for you. My guy Nathan Snell said, "Should I trade Galladay?" Yeah, if you can trade him. Sure. I think. It, yeah, if somebody will take him. Yeah, that's that's the thing. What do you more more like right, right. I'm <laughs> not trade sure for a kicker, man. For so don't <laughs> I mean if you can get yeah, I would if you could get yeah. something for him. Because I think Sterling Shepard's the number one guy there. Mm-hmm. Darius Tony, if he's healthy, looks like the number two. Mm-hmm. And then Galladay. So and it's not a pass heavy offense that can sustain three receivers. So Yeah. My, that's my opinion. Agreed. And also, just no, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Danny Pennies, when he's your quarterback, yes. <laughs> you know, can't, he cannot trust that guy. You know, James Al said, All right, pick up uh, Michelle, uh, C. Davis, Pollard, Jones Jr., Shepard, Waddell, Kirk, Moore, or Boyd. A lot oh, of names. <laughs> All right, so yeah, a lot of names. And what's he asking? It says this pickup. So I'm trying yeah. to – are you just picking up one person? Yeah. And is it – I mean, it's, I guess it's got to be long-term because a couple of those are on a buy this week. I don't know. I guess I, I'll, I'll rank them in the order I would pick them up, maybe make that make, make it easier. So I think Sterling Shepard is my top because he hmm. gets the most targets. Jalen Waddle. Probably after that. That's where and I would have started. And then probably Corey Davis, just because he's one of he's like the top target there. Um, I'm assuming that's Sony Michelle. Mm, I think so. So the rest of them, I think, split to split too much. So. Mm. I like Jones Jr. a lot. He seems to be Trevor Lawrence's favorite target, but they're just not very good, so it's hard to say him. Uh, it's tough. Pollard's a backup. I mean, he'll get you points if you need somebody. 
occasionally, but he's never going to be a guy that gets you more than 15 with Zeke healthy. Uh, is that DJ Moore or Rondell Moore? Sorry, Rondell Moore. That's what I thought. I thought it was Rondell Moore. It's got to be Rondell Moore. DJ Moore Rondell definitely Moore. Be there. Yeah, Rondell Moore and Christian Kirk are, I mean, they have a oh, chance. To it's Eli Mitchell from uh, San Francisco. Oh, from Elijah Mitchell for the I mean, Niners. Yeah. He's probably the best running back, I would think. Out of, I mean, yeah, him or Pollard, I would definitely take Michelle or uh, Elijah Mitchell. Um, and then, yeah, I wouldn't touch Boyd right now. Tyler Boyd's got a lot of talent, but he's not. Burrow's not looking at him. Nice so. target. Yep. Chase is taking all those targets. Yeah. All right. Can't, right. I can't. Tyler Boyd's talented, but I wouldn't touch him. Kirk and Moore, I think. If you can combine them into one player, that's a great player. But they're they just take turns, so you don't know who which one's going to go off. So it's right. I think it's too hard because if one goes off, the other one is a zero or a two point game. So it's really hard to stay there. Yeah, I think I think I go Shepard, Waddle, Davis, Elijah Mitchell, Jones. That's where I'm going. <laughs> it's a lot, a lot of uh, breakdown. But a lot of names, right? If you can follow it all. That's where I. That's how I would do it. Only thing I do different is I I flip Waddle. I would take it. I would pick him up first over mm. Sterling Shepard. Yeah, just that the Tua connection with him. He's gonna get the targets. So I know that doesn't always mean he's gonna produce, but hey, if it gets in his hands, he can, he'll be gone. Yeah, I agree. Just to give you, just for my argument, Sterling Shepard's only been healthy for three full games. In those three games, he's had nine targets, 10 targets, and 14 targets. Hmm. Fantasy points has had 24, 17, and 17. Shepard produces when he's played the game. He just, he's tucked away on this very bad Giants team with a (laughs) bad quarterback. (laughs) But that's who Dimes looks for anytime. So he gets all the catches. Yeah, but the best Dang ability God. is availability. Exactly. Hey, He's got to be able to play. You're not, you're not wrong. Very true. Very true. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, James, for doing that. Thank you, Nate, for hitting us up with the questions. Definitely hit us up with your questions. We will definitely be asking uh, week by week, so you can definitely talk to us because it's getting to crunch time, ladies and gentlemen, where you need to know there's a lot of stuff going on. Oh, wait, we got one more for you. Said I am getting rid I am getting Ridley giving up A B full PPR. Would you take it? I wouldn't. We talked about it earlier. A B is turning in. I mean, the talent of A B is is too good. Ridley's really good, but the Bucks offense is better. And we were talking about last week with the emergence of Kyle Pitts. We really think that's going to steal a lot of uh, Ridley's targets. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Ridley's good. He's still going to be great. But with the emergence of Kyle Pitts and Matt Ryan not being as good as Tom Brady, straight up, that's why I take A.B. Because I think A.B. So it's weird because they have those three starters, A.B., Godwin, and, and Evans. But I think it's A.B., and either Godwin or Evans every week. Mm-hmm. Those are the two that flip-flop. A.B. kind of is always going to get his four to seven catches and a deep shot. So yeah. whereas Evans and Godwin kind of switch off who's going to be the main guy that week. It's weird, but that's how I see it. Um, and so I like A.B. more. It's uh, tough, but that's like you I like said, we, we talked about that last week. I expect Pitts to uh, 
to really continue to produce. And obviously that's going to eat into Ridley's numbers, but Tom Brady's affinity for Antonio Brown, I think is, is the real Trump card in this. Uh, mm-hmm. Like you said, he, he always looks for it. I don't, as AB had always, a single, has he had a single game so far this year where he didn't get at least one scoring opportunity, whether he got it or not. But I mean, right. Tom always looks for him, especially with Bronco. So yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. So yeah. you just have to look at who's the quarterback. You pick Brady or Matt Ryan. You exactly. obviously pick Tom Brady and AB. Since that one game in New England, they've had a wonderful connection. And I feel like Tom Brady's just doing this to stick it to everybody who said AB can't play anymore. Right. There you go. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think. There you go. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> really, not much there. We don't have to talk about how four, three years ago, Le'Veon, AB, they were all with you, man. Connor was there a couple years later than that. Ah, man, is there any hope? Is Haskins the future? No. These are questions for there. Matt for Corral. Ask your SEC. Hey. I do have one oh, more yeah. question. Oh, yeah. I have <laughs> one more question. You got time? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, oh, no. Don't have, Don't have time. Don't have time. We're done. We're done. All right. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. So you lose in the first week of the playoffs. There we go. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and I hope you're like, hey, hey, I, right. I would have be right there. <laughs> Sid knows that I am not a delusional Cowboys fan. I'm probably one of the most critical Cowboys fans there is. But I am telling you guys, I, I do love what we got going on this year. I know we have an easy schedule. However, the way we're playing the schedule has me uh, pretty excited. And I have decided that I'm, j- I'm just – I'm all in. I'm on board. I'm going to ride this train as, as far as it takes me. I may never see another Cowboys Super Bowl in my life, but uh, but I'm going to enjoy this year. I'm just sorry. Your heart's going to be broken the end of the year. God, I feel for you. I do. I do. Hey, this is Let's Talk Fantasy Football, not Let's Talk Dallas Cowboys. We got to go ahead and go. Yo, I want to take this minute really quickly to thank Dalton Andrews yes. for joining this show today, man. Appreciate it, man. Anytime, guys. Anytime. Definitely. Yeah, this you have a green light. Yeah, you have a green light anytime you want to come back. No doubt. No doubt about it. Hey, hey, for me, ladies and gentlemen, your host, Sean Spencer. My guy, Mr. How About Them Cowboys, David Wright. The guy down here standing in front of, standing watch over the steel curtain, Mr. Sidney Swinton. Hey, and my man, Dalton Andrews, right down here. Hey, we appreciate you joining us. For those of you that came, ask questions, everything like that, tune in next week. We will be back with you. Peace, ladies and gentlemen. Go Pack Go.